Party people! Man, you knew it was going to be a a good song in the 90s whenever it started off like that. (laughs) Just getting that party started right away. What up, y'all? How you doing, huh? How you feeling? You good? Fantastic. What's up? It's your boy, Jeremiah Watkins. You're listening to Jeremiah Wonders, and guess what? I'm recording this intro in Kansas right now. What? Yeah, dog. That's what's up. That's right. I'm in uh, I'm in Kansas right now. I went back home to visit my family over the weekend for a family reunion slash my grandma's 90th birthday rager. Hopefully you've been following me on Instagram and checking out the Instagram stories because some of them are just plain priceless. Can't create, can't write any of this stuff. Some of it just happened. Like, you know, how we all joined in singing Amazing Grace together at the family reunion. Just some good Midwestern wholesome values kicking it for you. Yeah. So I've been having a a great weekend. Gotta eat my mama's cooking. So anytime I get to do that, anytime I get to see my family, it's a good time. She made her cheese dip, her pizza boats, her freaking bacon broccoli casserole. Oh my goodness. Mm, Don't even get me started. Your boy is gaining weight right now, but it feels good. Mm -hmm. I want to say thank you to people who came out to see Reagan Watkins headline Huntington Beach at the rec room earlier in the week on... uh, on Wednesday with uh, Joel Jimenez and Malcolm Hatchett featuring. Man, that was a fun show. And if you're not watching Kill Tony right now or listening to it, get on it. We are doing some fun, special things with the different characters that we're doing every week and just the show in general. The guests, Tony's been killing it, Red Band, the whole crew. It's a fun, amazing ensemble project that's been going on. I think uh, it's going to be one of those shows you look back on the catalog of episodes. You're going to be like, how did how'd they get all these guests over the years. This is pretty fantastic. So yeah. Want to give a shout out to the sponsors. Loyal OG. Kush sponsor of the show. At Speedweed on Twitter. Hit up Gino for your marijuana delivery needs, baby. Do you like Kush? Do you like smoking that gum gum? That gum gum? That bish bish? Oh yeah you do. Oh. Hit up Gino at Speedweed. Get it done. Get that green, if you know what I mean. Bronxborn Pizza, making that video still happening every week. You guys enjoying the videos on YouTube and stuff like that? The clips on my Instagram? I hope so. It's a lot of work. Your boy is uh doing all the uh, producing and editing. <laughs> Might need help getting a producer or an editor eventually because I'm uh, barely keeping my head above water. But I appreciate... um. Any, anytime you guys send animations or or uh, any kind of drawings or anything like that, I love that. I love featuring that stuff on my Instagram and, and Twitter and stuff like that. So if you're inspired or you're bored at work or something, you want to do some animation, you want to do some drawings, I will feature it on the interwebs. Get that Jeremiah Wonders out there, son. And we have a new sponsor this week, ComedyWham.com. Guess what, guys? I was talking about how I needed a printer. Last week with uh, Fahim and uh, ComedyWham.com sent me a new laser printer. Thank you so much. I want to I give them a shout out, give them um, some, some proper 
some uh, proper info so you can check them out. Go to ComedyWham.com. They're based out of Austin, Texas, and they uh, they feature local and touring comics, and they cover you know all the major comedy festivals like Moon Tower every spring, and they do podcast interviews and articles. So everyone that's uh, from up and coming to big names, and they've talked to like over a hundred comics. So maybe you got a favorite comic. Maybe it's your boy Jeremiah Watkins. They've interviewed me a couple times now. Go to their site, pull up the podcast interview and the write-up if you search for it. And then, um, you know, they just delve into a comic's background and motivations and explore universal themes of chasing your dreams. How cool is that? ComedyWham.com. Follow them on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Rate and review them on iTunes. Shout out to Valerie Lopez. She's also super meowy on Instagram. And uh, she uh, she she said she found a kindred spirit, Julie Seabaugh, um, on um you know, uh, Julie was the last episode being a journalist. I thought that was cool. I love introducing people to other cool, awesome, amazing people. And every time I go to Austin, I make sure that I talk to Valerie. She is, uh, she's amazing. And, uh, she covers, uh, the comedy scene really well there and around. So check that out. Comedywham.com. And if you want to sponsor the show, just email your boy Jeremiah Watkins at gmail.com. That's Y-O-U-R boy Jeremiah Watkins at gmail.com. And you can also donate at JeremiahWonders.com through PayPal or whatever if that's what you want to do. Every little bit helps, guys. I want to uh, keep plugging the kindness challenge, guys. Keep that up. I love reading the stories. I haven't um, gotten um, any new stories recently, so email those as well to your boy Jeremiah Watkins at gmail.com and keep it up keep doing uh, those good deeds that's my challenge to you it can be a stranger it can be somebody that you know it can be something really tiny it can be something really big it doesn't matter comedy wham they kind of challenged me they sent me a a new freaking printer whenever I was in need so there you go guys it keeps coming and coming, 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 yeah. That old black eyed peas <laughs> just popped in my head. But Kansas has been fun. It, uh, I get to take a little bit of a break uh, from the road for about a month uh, after um, some shows coming up, so that'll be nice. And then I'm back out on the road uh, for Kill Tony dates, and you can check those out t- at. You know, if you follow Tony Hinchcliffe or go to TonyHinchcliffe.com, uh, he's got a bunch of the tour dates up there. But uh, I'll get through these uh, these show tour dates. August 26th, Reagan and Watkins is headlining Valley Bar in Phoenix. We're bringing Joel Berg, Joel Jimenez with us. That's Sunday, August 26th. Get tickets, Phoenix. We're coming for you. One night only. Don't miss this, please. Sunday, August 26th. And then just check out Stand Up on the Spot every second Tuesday of the month. And then... Uh, Brian Mose and I talk uh, quite a bit about Mr. Jamar Neighbors, but he and I are actually in a movie that's coming out in select theaters on August 24th called An L.A. Minute, and that's starring Gabriel Byrne and Kiersey Clemens. Jamar and I just have a scene in that movie, but it is a pretty memorable scene. I'm a legless mugger in a wheelchair, and he's a blind mugger, and I'm directing him on where to hit Gabriel Byrne so we can take his wallet and his shoes. It's a funny, ridiculous scene. So go check out that movie. Or wait for it to come out on DVD. I don't know what helps us more, but go see it, I guess. <laughs> I just think it's fun that we get to say that we're, uh, Jamar and I are in a scene in a movie together. 
that's pretty fun and roast battles on right now my my i'm in the last couple episodes we addressed that with brian moses i want to get into this episode uh now with moses i absolutely love this guy he's done so much for the comedy community what he and jeff ross have done with roast battle has affected so many comedians including myself and we uh we talk a lot about roast battle and moses has one of the best sax talks that we've maybe ever had on the show it's pretty explicit and i'm glad it was because the last couple ones that we've had have been i got some complaints about julie seba that she didn't follow sax talk enough because it wasn't you know it was about her getting drunk and not actual sexual content you know what i mean guess what moses comes in with your boy and doubles down it's freaking gross it's freaking epic and you're gonna love it or be really grossed out without further ado i want to introduce you if you don't know he's the referee of roast battle he hosts it with jeff ross check it out on comedy central one of my favorite people in the world my friend and soon to be yours Brian Moses on Jeremiah Wonders. No green screen, all in house. Ooh, that's it, actually right behind us right now. That's was, not in post. <laughs> you said in house. I was like, ooh, the N word. I, I always go to that first. <laughs> like I was gonna say the in house yeah. at the top of the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the in house is Jamar here. Oh, the in house. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Moses. <laughs> the all in house. The all in house. What's going on, man? I feel good, Jeremiah. It's my first time in your new home. I know. You haven't been uh, to my place since uh, the porch. No, I love the porch. That place was so dangerous looking. Dude, it was. It was like a trap house. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> Dude, literally, uh, if you go back out on that street, they've cleared all of those places because they were like trap houses. They oh, were they like, really were? Yeah, they really were. I mean, yeah, because they looked the part, so yeah, well, that makes they, sense. Anytime you put in your own barbed wire fence... Whoa, those <laughs> weren't yours? No. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> somebody, <laughs> somebody, like the, the owners of those houses put in their own barbed wire fences and stuff like that because they were worried about people stealing stuff out of their house, you know, drug, yeah. drug money and stuff, up, no, I, like I, all of them yeah, down. Yeah, all of them down there. Was that uh, Melrose Boulevard? Coanga, Santa Ooh. Monica and Coanga. Ooh, yeah, nasty. Right across from that park. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that one basketball court park. <laughs> Dude, yeah. Shot a lot of some, soccer over Shot there. some good movies. <laughs> movies. Shot some good shorts and stuff over there. Oh, okay. I was gonna say, a lot of good people got shot over there, too. A lot of people got shot over there. It's That's good stuff. That's yeah. Man. Now it's like, a, now it's like an arts district. It's like a theater district. Yeah, that theater row. I used to do stand-up on the spot there. That was one of the places that we did really? it back in the day. Yeah. At the I, new Pack Theater? Uh, Yeah. Um, At... um. Yeah, that was one of the spots. The Little Modern is what that place used to be called. Oh, the Little Modern was dope. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You're right. And then Rant LA was one of the places. Okay. I think you probably did a stand-up on the spot at one of those places. No, no, I did it at the lab and at the improv. I did it at the lab and the improv. Yeah, and that's when I was really mean to Mrs. Watkins. The new Mrs. Watkins. You are mean to her? That was weird to her. What'd you say? I don't remember that. I forget. It was bad, though. Really? Yeah. I don't think she remembers that. No, you guys are both great about it. And I was just like, oh my God. I was, yeah, it was, who knows? It was bad though. <laughs> I literally have no recollection of this at all. I can't imagine you being weird or, or bad to somebody. Oh, come on. I've been weird. Uh, maybe weird, but yeah. not bad to anybody. You're, ni- <sighs> you're a nice guy. For, for hosting a show like Roast Battle, you are a very, very, very kind person. Thank you. Welcome yeah. back to Jeremiah Wonders. I'm Brian Moses. I'm Jeremiah, host, Jeremiah Watkins. Watkins. Yes, and we're sitting down with the nicest creator of a mean <laughs> show. 
Uh, I, I, I love it. I, I learn something every week on that show. There's so many things. It's such an improv show. It really is. Yeah. I think we, I, I told you this, I think. I was like, you know, if we were at UCB or Second City, it'd be a more revered show. I think that it would, like, it would have already been like, I don't know. We have a lot of amazing celebrities that come by. Right. But it's it's more of like a rock and roll vibe than like an arts vibe. Right. Which is like, if we did it at UCB or something, I think that there'd be like Second City alums and all these yeah. people coming out to be like, I would like to be a part of this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know? Exactly. Yeah. I just, uh, it hurts sometimes. But, you know, we'll, we'll settle for, uh, you know, John Mayer and Chappelle yeah. <laughs> and Too Short and stuff like that. That's Jim cool. Carrey, Jim right. Carrey, you know, it's like Hugh Jackman. It's all good. Like, yeah. we'll take those. Yeah. Hugh Jackman, that's pretty artsy. I, that's I, a pretty artsy I, guess. I dug that. I think my favorite part of uh, of, of the improv troupe, the improv troupe, the, uh, the wave, is um, that you guys have, like, killed people. We've killed people. You've literally killed people. I remember Big Black from Robin Big. Oh, you're being literal. Now. Yeah, he literally was there a week before and he died. I remember the first time Coach played Prince. He died a week later. Yeah, it's happened a couple of times where yeah. like Jim Carrey brought his girlfriend there. She died a few months later. Yikes! <laughs> man, Moses is getting real on this getting podcast. Real. Man, Jeremiah wonders Yo, what Moses is saying. The wave kills people. <laughs> yeah, literally, <laughs> literally, literally kill people. No, that was weird. I got hit up by TMZ actually after uh, Big Black died because uh, his last photo on Instagram was with the wave. Yeah, it was, it was weird. They're like, "How close were you with?" I was like. We just met him that night and he jumped in to perform. Like I can't make a statement. Like I don't I don't feel comfortable. I didn't know him like that. Right. Like, I'll let his family and his friends like Yeah, they, you know. but you're Rob Deerdeck. You're like TMZ, no, no, come on. I'm a different white guy <laughs> with a snapback on. I'm a diff- can you believe it? I'm way worse at skateboarding. Right, I broke well, tell my us arm about the new season of ridiculousness than Rob. Okay, so uh we're gonna have an even bigger green screen. Nope. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Clip was, shows. Clip shows. That was fun though, man. I, I, I there's been so many people who jumped in the way of Tyler, Tyler the Creator. That was fun. Yeah. Yeah. Who else has been like kind of memorable? I guess. Dude, Tommy Davidson. Oh yeah. That was unbelievable. Yeah. Because he, he saw he saw it right away. I don't think he'd ever seen Roast Battle, and he like like he started like scanning the room, and it was kind of like, what are those guys doing? Because that's like his thing. It's like, fun. His yeah, physicality like, yeah. and everything. And he jumped in, and we <laughs> freaked out. <laughs> what'd you guys do exactly like freaked out how jeremiah oh man we turned up <laughs> okay okay yeah yeah uh we just started i forget what the joke was but like all of us went up there with tommy davidson just started acting out like just dumb stuff yeah and we're like this is bobby lee bobby another lee fun one. Oh yeah yeah because he surprised everybody yeah but he's getting naked or something he no we, we uh we uh we like lifted him up and 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 carried him and he did a couple things with us because he like was sitting and crouching like near the stage. I'm like, don't let anybody see you. Yeah. He's like, I know, I know, I know show business. He's like, you don't have to tell me how to. I'm like, okay, yeah. okay, yeah, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Chill, chill, chill. Yeah, crouch tiger. <laughs> yeah. High dragon. <laughs> yeah. So then yeah. Uh, he joined us. That was, that was, that was fun. Yeah. There's he a, didn't get naked. He gets naked a lot. Yeah. Like it's like his thing. And there's stereotypes about Asian men and their thing, but Bobby Lee has a really big penis. Despite, I mean, outside of ethnicity, outside of skin color, outside of race, whatever you want to call it, he's got a really big penis. And don't let him tell you otherwise. Yeah, I know man. in his act he says how small his penis is. It's not true. It's a trick. He's trying to trick you. Bobby Lee has a really big penis. Dude, he's got a hanger, bro. Yeah. 
fight me, Bobby Lee. I want you to fight me on that. <laughs> He's like, so you're bad. ruining <laughs> my shtick. It's like, I haven't been booked in fucking months, Moses. <laughs> what is, everything's just a big dick now. People don't want to <laughs> laugh at a guy with a big dick. They want a guy that they can relate to with an average or a smaller yeah. penis. All these women just have sex with me now, just use me for my dick, Ugh, not my money. Come on. The worst. <laughs> yeah, he dude. would fight me for something like that. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, he likes to. Yeah, yeah, he likes to like. He likes to do why would a little. You, why would you mess with my, my? He ass? likes to do some chokeholds and stuff. He's throwing me up against some walls at the comedy store. Oof. Yeah, man. Fifty Shades of Hey. Hey. <laughs> Fifty Shades of Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Get it, girl. Oh, dude, man, I've lo- I've known you for uh, a long time now. Yeah, loved you long time. I've loved you wrong time. Yeah. Yeah. All the time. All the, all the time. It's gonna get it's gonna get sensual in here. I, I think that it's already heating up a little bit. You know, it's got that heat outside, and I think uh, yeah, it's just trap warm. some of it inside. Mm. <laughs> okay, yeah. Oh, is that is that how you like it? Yeah, that's nice. Right there, right there. Wait, to the right. Oh, I, you know, I'm a left guy. You're a left. I lean left. This isn't gonna work. <laughs> <laughs> Let me pull out. Okay, perfect. <laughs> Welcome back to Porn Talk. Yeah. <laughs> Your mom's going to love this podcast, by the way. Dude. Just this episode in particular. She hates Rose Battle. Yeah, she, oh, <laughs> she does. I'm, Mama Watkins, I know. why? She's, she's like, oh, I hate how mean they are to everybody. He goes, She goes, I only like you guys. I watch. Yeah, I, I like what you do. She got mad, though. Um, she's only gotten mad at me for one bit. I remember this you bit. You remember this oh, bit? Oh, yeah. Tell Because I didn't. I didn't. I didn't see it as something that was sacrilegious. I thought of it as something that was just silly and physical. And it was. And it was. Uh, she didn't like care about me shaving my pubes. Uh, <laughs> she didn't care about me dressing up like women. Uh, right. Like you Lincoln know, freeing the slaves. Lincoln freeing the slaves. I mean, that's I mean, I just that's, that's historical. That's yeah. very positive. Thank you, President Lincoln. Yeah. Uh, she didn't care about any of that stuff. But we had a Last Supper portrait. It's like oh, yeah. a big painting. <laughs> the Last Supper. The Last Supper. It's literally, you know, yeah. Jesus, disciples around him. Yeah. Lobster. Lobster. Yeah, red lobster. <laughs> Cheddar biscuits. You know, Jesus loved that kind of stuff. That's Jesus, the Last Supper. Like, Jesus is like a Midwestern, Southern, like, like trashy kind of guy. He's like, hey, this is my last meal, y'all. Okay. So we need some freaking red lobster yeah. up in here. We, need, we, some, yeah. we need some cheesy biscuits. <laughs> I'm an elitist tonight. Okay. Yeah. We need some endless shrimp. Yeah, endless shrimp. Exactly. Scampi. We need cocktail sauce, y'all. <laughs> okay. Where can we get this scampi? Was red lobster a, a big uh, destination for your family? Whenever no, you're my dad's up. allergic to uh, shellfish, but oh. I, always, I always saw those and thought that was like a five-star restaurant. Dude. Yeah. I still think it's a That's five-star restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> it is right yeah. dude i just went Thank there you for uh, with tony and red band and uh it's man, awesome it's so good it's so it's awesome i don't, I don't care if it's considered like you right. know subpar or whatever yeah. i'm freaking red lobster for life yeah. bro right. like I, red lobster rednecks y'all it would be between red lobster and olive garden for special occasions really? in my family yeah those were the two like hi it's your birthday where you want to go that's okay. a good theme yeah Red Lobster. All right. I never been to Ruby Tuesday. I'm still trying to check that one Ruby out. Ruby Tuesday is good, and that, that is, it is a kind of a white trash place, but okay. it's good. What about Cracker Barrel? Never been to Cracker Barrel. You gotta go to <laughs> Cracker Barrel. <laughs> oh my god! You're so you you drool. got to, dude. Dude, you gotta get. Um, I think it's called Herschel's breakfast or something like that. Mm-hmm. You can taste the racism. It's so oh, good. Oh my! It's you really, know that's my I, favorite. Dude, ingredient. I know that's your thing, yeah, dude. I yeah, I love. Oh, it's my favorite. It tastes yeah, so good going down, dude. Because you can 
taste the sweat and like the the frustration and the blood that goes into it, right? Herschel's, huh? Dude, yeah. It's like Uncle Herschel's or Herschel's. It's like, (laughs) dude, it's you you get biscuits and gravy, you get like sausage, bacon, eggs. Mm. Their biscuits are unbelievable there. So good. All right. Could you sing that as Justin Timberlake? What am I gonna get at Herschel's? Breakfast? (laughs) Oh. Gonna get got Got, got, gonna get, got, uh, get that Herschel breakfast, baby. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man, I'm gonna go there. Taste of racism. Mmm. <laughs> 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 hey. Oh. Hey, Moses. Hey, hey, JT. Hey, what's up? It's good to have you. Yeah, you gotta come back to, uh, you gotta come back to Cracker Barrel. Why do they call it Cracker Barrel? It sounds so, like... It's like a slur almost. Yo, there's only white people who eat there. <laughs> and the restaurant's shaped like a barrel. Ooh, it's straight up sexy. <laughs> I don't know why they call it Cracker Barrel. Right. It's literally like, it's instead of like a, a barrel full of monkeys, a mm-hmm. barrel full of crackers. Yeah, man. Both of those sound tough. Both of those are, you know, yeah. could be questionable. It's a barrel full of monkeys. Barrel yeah. full of monkeys? That's yeah. a different kind of restaurant. Right. We don't eat at that restaurant. No. <laughs> we prefer eating at the Cracker Barrel, okay? <laughs> I like the Cracker Barrel. You know, I've never been. You've never the, been the, there. The portions are big. They're huge. All right. I don't know yeah, why. Why isn't it in California? It's not, it's not in California. Uh, it's not good for you. Okay. All right. <laughs> like, I feel like a lot of those restaurants that I, I feel like that's why the Red Lobsters and the Olive Gardens and stuff aren't in like the main metropolis areas of LA. Oh, you kind of have to go to the Valley. Or you have to kind of go a little bit out. Even the WalMarts. I like. I used to shop at the Walmart right, on Crenshaw. Dude. There's no WalMarts that are. Yeah, Crenshaw, um, Panorama City, the one in La Cienega now. Mm-hmm. No, that's not a Walmart. I'm sorry, that's that's a Target. That's a Target. Sorry about the Target. I apologize. And yeah. Walmart. Didn't mean to insult you. Jamar says that uh, there's hot girls over at the uh, the Target on La Cienega. There are though. I'm telling you, man. South of the Ten now, the Ten Freeway here in Los Angeles. It's, Popping uh, up. Yeah, yeah. If you want, if you want to find black girls, that's where you go. Mm. Culver City too. I think they're infiltrating Culver City. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Ooh. <sighs> nice. Ow. Did you, hear, you hear a little something? I hear a little something. Do you hear a little something? That's crazy, Jeremiah. That I can do that with my voice? Yeah. It's like a Steven Soderbergh film. Now. All right. It might, it might be an effect. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> You're so talented. I don't have this reverb on my voice in all time. Wow. How do you do that? It's a skill. You know what this effect is called? No. We will, we will rock you. Oh my God, I love this. We will, we will rock you. This is going to be my nightmares now. I'm excited for that Queen movie that's coming out. Which one? The Freddie Mercury. (laughs) (laughs) Which one? Yeah, the Yas Queen movie that's coming out. Oh, I can't wait to see that one. We that. need to start a band, boys. <laughs> the Yas Queen. The Yas Queen. Tyler, yeah. Tyler Perry presents Yas Tyler Queen. Tyler Perry presents Yas Queen. <laughs> it's, just, it's just Tyler Perry like doing a black Freddie Mercury. Exactly. Like, hey, yeah. boys. Yes. <laughs> You're not Freddie Mercury. You're not skinny enough. He just comes like, he just becomes real. How dare you? I will own you. I'm Tyler Perry. Dude, we... we I'd be in a Tyler Perry movie for sure. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? I don't know. 
Yeah. You'd be like a novel. You'd be great. Hey, man. Tyler Perry. Yeah. We out here. <laughs> That's your Jim Carrey right there. His name's <laughs> Jeremiah Watkins. He's everything. He's David Spade. He's Rob Schneider. He's Chris Kattan. He's Chris Pratt. All the all the great Chris's. Christopher Walken. Christopher Reeves. Do your Christopher Reeves. Just did it right there. <laughs> Only moved his face. I just blinked. That's yeah. my impression. <laughs> yeah. Slate for cameras. Slate for Mr. Perry, please. So, so the thing that I, I got in trouble for uh, with my mom was a Last Supper painting. And uh, we just literally, it was this thing where uh, we I ran up on stage and I put my head through the painting. It was so where cartoonish. It went through, my head went through the painting on the other side. And then I spun it like a sign spinner. <laughs> <laughs> and the painting just spun around. And then I went off stage and my mom thought that that was... You know, it, so, is. it is very sacrilegious. Well, I didn't look at it like that. I looked at it as like a physical gag, but then like I get it. I get why you could, yeah. could take that as like right. you're you're doing something against right you know, that religious that religious yeah painting you're sacking or that religious you're sacking that yeah, re- you're not sacking that religious that religion yes <laughs> <laughs> yo what yeah. the people who are like spiritual is like yo what religion are you man just like Sack. trying to shorten that yeah. <laughs> religious what, what kind of religion are you man i'm sack what gin are you with man Ooh, tonic <laughs> that's my gin mm. i don't even drink gin and tonic i feel like it's really nasty and you don't drink at all right no guys welcome back to jeremiah wonders welcome back i'm not jeremiah but i am wondering with host jeremiah mm. Is it? Is it? Uh, Do we get now it? You host all Did the we? time with Rose Battle. Yeah, we got it. We got okay. it. There's no director here. I know. It's like, excuse me. Oh, there's a director. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. She's a little. She's a little hard to work with, but yeah, she's also a mannequin <sighs> or a giraffe. Actually, there's so many stuffed animals in here. Just the one, actually. That is, yeah. That's the house giraffe. House giraffe. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta have one. I didn't know that, dude. You gotta sit on that thing later before you go. Okay, I will. It's literally, it's so sturdy. It looks like it's just stuffed. Mm-hmm. You can freaking ride that thing. Where did you get that? It's Maya's. It's is just it? like, yeah, it's, it's, it's like so she's, cool. She's had it since childhood. Really? And like, uh, we were literally moving, like, uh, and that was like outside, uh, like a moving truck and stuff. This car, like, we set it right outside the moving truck. This car, like. And they're like, is that giraffe for sale? <laughs> and we're like, no. Oh, that's great. But see? they're like, people want it. Like, as you soon as like- they see, they're like, where did you get that? And like, yeah. I want it. I was like, that's really cool. Actually. It's pretty dope. I love that she kept that. Like, if there's a house fire, that's what she'll take with her. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> gotta get out of here. Certificate social. <laughs> uh, giraffe. <laughs> Laptop. <laughs> Laptop. No, yeah. leave the laptop. Get this drop. Let's go. Is it hard for you to be on other people's sh- uh, shows where you're not hosting since you're so used to hosting no. your own baby after no. a while? Or I are you love. just like, oh, it's a relief. It's such I, a relief. I don't have the weight on me to have to deal with thinking of the like the next step or the next beat. Yeah, I don't have to stay there all show. Yeah. And that's really all it is. I mean, hosting is a responsibility on its own because you just have to stay. You have to make it a commitment to literally stay. And I have commitment issues, so it's hard for me to stay anywhere except the one place I want to be, and that's inside the roast battle. Yeah. Damn right. It's a good place to be inside of. <sighs> Dude, it's so... I learned so much in that show. It's it's insane. Every week I learn something. Dude, I mean, I feel like, obviously, you know, we're all friends, so we, we see each other perform more than anybody does. Right. But with roast battle, I truly feel like the growth that has happened, like you as a comic, is 
unbelievable. Really? Like, yeah. I could tell like such a difference, like just your comfortability. On, you've always been super chill and cool on stage, but there's a different comfortability that like goes, because you've dealt with so many weird situations a lot now. Of chaos, yeah. There's so much chaos that you've had to deal with over the years. So with your stand-up even, it's just like, you're just like this zen, like... Interesting. Yeah. I didn't notice that. I, I remember Julie Sebaugh, we were just talking about, mm -hmm. asked me that question for the book, and she was like, do you think it's... Has it helped with your stand-up? I was like, you know, honestly, I feel like it's hurt. Because I I, I wasn't... I remember in the beginning of the uh, the process of Rose Battle, I wasn't doing a lot of stand-up. It was more just worrying about that show and booking that show and, and just being having that show. When I kept saying it was a side project, but then, you know, in reality, it was everything for me. So, yeah, yeah, I just, I thought it hurt my stand-up. But to hear that, I, I really appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, well, it's just something that, you know, because we watch each other's sets from the back of the room right. all the time. And I just, rem like, I've, I've seen you now on the road a lot mm -hmm. and in the OR, which is the hardest room. Right, right. And to see you be able to deal with all like the different situations that are thrown at you is pretty cool. Yeah, well, like you as well. I remember seeing. Uh, I, I, I know we talk about this all the time, but that that set at the creek in the cave, where you just almost like demanded the audience like respect you. It was, and then they did. It was like they like they didn't want to come to party. They're just like, oh, we're Christians, and we're now we're at this like this coke party. We didn't want to be here. Yeah, I don't like, know. I don't know if this nah, is my thing. You niggas are doing coke tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, it's happening. Yeah. <laughs> and then you made everybody do coke. Yeah. <laughs> it was more of a literal story <laughs> than a stand-up story. That I just had always. everybody do coke. Uh it really like You really committed to that piece. You know, <laughs> I, like, I didn't even do stand-up that yeah, night. I was like, yo, we doing coke tonight. This is happening. And everybody was sober. Yeah. yeah everybody just have a relapse. Dude, I don't even do coke. I, I was know. shoving coke yeah. up people's yeah. noses. I was I like, you this got is it, happening. I don't know, dude. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I get I dude, people offer stuff to me all the time, yeah. man. People love giving me. I just have three ounces of cocaine just lying around. I have to get rid of it. How do does anybody want any of this? I'm like the weirdest party favorite yeah. guy. It's like, all right, before you go, does anybody need coke, any weed, or anything, any drinks? Huh? Yeah, that guy's a Mormon. It's crazy. He has all this coke around. He like, I think he gets off on other people doing stuff in front of him. Like, yeah, do that coke. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh dude. Oh, drink the whole, drink the whole forty. Drink oh it, God. drink it. <laughs> you are, you're like a drug lord. I just have a nine tails. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You like that, don't you? You're a different kind of Christian Gray. <laughs> yeah, the, I remember that set. That so we were out in New York and uh, we were doing roast battle shows out mm -hmm. there and stuff. We we're out there for like New York Comedy Festival or something right. like that. And uh, we just showed the Creek in the Cave, and it was a very like you know. Some LA guys were kind of doing their thing, um, but most of the guys like that were going up were New York comics. The audience was very New York. They were used to a very specific kind of stand-up. Right. Where the comic just stands there, they deliver the jokes, it's funny. Not a lot of physicality. No, like hardly any physicality. Like a lot of people leaving the mics in the stand. Right. They actually frown on physicality. I think it's too LA, yeah. too actory. So I do my first or second joke even. Mm -hmm. Both are physical. And uh, I looked at the crowd. I'm like, I'm going to keep doing these act outs. <laughs> and you guys are going to like it. And Moses yeah. from the back, he's just like, what is I happening? loving it. And I had never seen you. That was like you literally coming out of your show. Like, I came too far. And I'm not. I, I literally, I have to get this set. And I'm not going to deal with your. I mean, how dare you actually not appreciate what I'm doing for you right now? Yeah. 
Dude, like people are literally like on their phones, like looking around. Yeah, I'm like, they, yeah. I flew in thousands of miles yeah. for this. <laughs> Dude, was I booked on around. the schedule? I wasn't on the no. schedule. No, but still, I'm yeah. gonna get my time. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was like we kept getting bumped. It was like, oh, you're going next. Now you're not going next. You're yeah. going next, and it was just, it was just so frustrating. So to see your frustration like dialed into your art, I thought that was just, oh man, that was brilliant. Because they literally like they all you made them pay attention after they made pay attention, then you made them laugh, and that was just like. That was gorgeous. <laughs> I think I, I I learned a lot from yeah watching you guys also do stand up from Willie to Jamar to you. It's like I every we're, place we're we go, we're all so different yeah. as far as our stand up goes. Yeah, it yeah. is. It's it's so funny. I remember Jamar and uh, oh, are you there in Denver? Yeah. Oh, dude, one of the biggest bombs, maybe the biggest bomb I've ever seen in my life. But it was it was beautiful though. Beautiful because he stayed in it and he's like ah, this is me. Because he started like he had them in his like the palm of his hands like he was killing he was killing yeah and then he does this joke so he <laughs> Jamar does this joke where Moses and I are literally sitting next to each other with Willie in the back uh, it was like Justine Marino's show she mm-hmm. was, she was headlining that week and she invited us to do yeah, comedy uh, works comedy works yeah North, uh, I think? South or whatever yeah up yeah. in uh, Denver right like yeah so uh, a fluent area it's the night. Of the election. Yes. That's, that's the night Trump wins, right? The night Trump wins. So it's already a weird energy in, oh, the, yeah. in the room. But like people wanted to kind of forget and get out of the house and like have a good They're time because he wasn't Trump elected supporters. yet. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> they were. They were definitely. Oh, yeah. So uh, we're in Denver. We are very close uh, to where the uh, movie theater shooting happened which jamar did not know how close we were yeah the aurora, aurora. Yeah, the aurora yeah theater shooting uh also the uh the kobe bryant yep uh rape rape allegation uh, yeah, yeah i guess the hotel was down the street yeah so jamar <laughs> proceeds to do this extended act out of he goes can you imagine being the guy when that move like at a movie theater shooting that went to go get snacks and then you come back and the theater's all shot up <laughs> then he does this act out where he is stepping through bodies. Oh, it was so good. <laughs> to get back to his seat and keep watching the movie. But he's literally acting out like he's stepping on blood and guts like Oh, that's a really good. Ah, what happened in here? Mm. <laughs> he's like eating popcorn or something. Well, I mean, there's still 40 minutes left in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, and this is all through I mean, the fact that you pay attention to that, I didn't hear that part. I just all I heard was gasps. A woman yell out, that's not funny, starts to cry, and then runs out. Storms out, demands her money yeah. back. A and, man on uh, the other side was just like, no, no. Oh, dude. What's his name? It was the most yeah. violent reaction I've seen to a bit. I was so visceral. I, I'd never seen anything like it. The, I was The energy went I mean, imagine a comic. Down. Imagine a comic. I mean, imagine seeing your best comedy show you've ever seen in front of like eight people. There wasn't that many people in the audience. Everybody's kind of going up doing their thing, not really getting huge reactions. All of a sudden, Jamar Neighbors goes up, has them, I mean, like, literally has them eating on the Everything he's hands. saying, killing. They're loving. They're loving. Like, on his side, he couldn't do anything wrong. And then he did something <laughs> wrong. <laughs> he did something really wrong. <laughs> he talked about Kobe at first, and they were still kind of on his side. He's like, I want to go to the hotel where, where Kobe raped that girl. <laughs> I was like, all right. Yeah. Well, here we go. And yeah. then he talks like about... A, like, like it's a vacation destination right. for Jamar. <laughs> yeah. Like, These are landmarks. He wants yeah. to go visit and take pictures yo, and selfies. Yeah, where are the sites here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Ooh, that's where Kobe got that girl. Okay, yeah, I want to go there. Okay, uh, yeah, got to check that off the list. Okay. Right, uh, that movie, that movie theater. Oh, right. And they were saying he wants to go there, and there are literally people in the audience who knew people who got shot in yeah, that theater. It was and crazy. It was, I mean, to see a guy just like, oh, that was like watching a guy jump off the building right when the like the plane hit the tower, just like boom. Ah, oh, it was so good. <laughs> Unbelievable, dude. <laughs> good times on the road. On the road so with the roast great battle. Times, yeah. So I mean, fun, man. Yeah, there's been some epic times, actually. I can't wait to keep doing it. I want to do that more. Yeah. I mean, there's some of the best stories on the road. Dennis Rodman, whenever he showed up. Yeah, drunk, right? Wasted. Right. Did he start crying that night, too? I don't know. I ended up, he, he started, he grabbed one of the mics, like, in between one of the battles, and, mm-hmm. and he started, like, mumbling, like, so yeah. hard that I started, I got up and I started doing sign language, <laughs> like, fake sign language <laughs> right, yeah. the audience as, like, his translator. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was great. Uh, Too Short came back. Man, Tuesday was fun with Too yeah. Short. Because he hadn't been there in like four years. It's been a long time since he'd been there. Yeah, he was like one of like the first like celebrity celebrities where he actually got to like come on stage and get roasted. When when did you start feeling like, yo, this roast battle show, like we're catching some heat. Like people are starting to like, like did you feel it or was it like I think months got- later where you're like, oh, I think that we're a thing now. I think being involved in it, you don't really get to see it. Um, yeah. So I, I I mean when you I think when Dave Chappelle showed up the first time I was like yo this is awesome and yeah then more guys keep showing up like Jim Carrey shows up and then Hugh Jacks you know I mean Hugh Jackman shows up and I mean every time somebody comes in who's like major in the in the world of popular culture mm-hmm. they're like okay this is like this is still that Rat Pack this is still like that jazz club in the forties it's just like where you want to go to hang and be cool and just let your hair down where nobody's gonna judge you because I mean God, those guys have said some beautiful beautiful things in that room uh comedically speaking that they probably couldn't say outside those walls oh yeah the I fact think that's that speakeasy element I the love fact so that hugh jackman was saying some of the stuff that he was saying yeah like I mean, you can't repeat it up i can't yeah. i can't like <laughs> like but people with like disabilities are battling and hugh jackman is like getting in on the fun on the action, and i'm yeah. just like this is amazing. <laughs> exactly. This like you know, it's a safe space yeah. where like anything goes. And even the person who he's making the jokes about, like she's like, this is incredible. Like yeah. this is oh, amazing. She loved it. Yeah. She's like, oh, he gets it. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's where everybody just can get it. This is the room. This is the safe space. I've found that the like anybody with a disability or something about them, like they want to be included just as much as everybody else, like yeah. with being made fun of and stuff. Like it's the people where you're like, do you act like they, that doesn't exist or it's like, Oh, I don't want to, I don't want to offend them though. Yeah. Yeah. That's when I feel like they get even more offended. Like, no, I want to make fun of me too. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Like, I feel like, like if you make fun of certain races and audiences or, or whatever, like sometimes people will come up and be like, Hey, how come you didn't make fun of my race? <laughs> it's like, wait, what? Yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> what are you? You want to be an equal opportunity racist <laughs> comedian? <laughs> Perfect. Like an alien comes about. He's like, Hey, you didn't talk about us. <laughs> You're like, what? Yeah. Who are you? Yeah. Should I call the feds? What's happening right now? Yeah. <laughs> I think an alien is actually calling in the show right now. Uh-huh. Uh, this is really weird. Uh, hello. Um, is this a an other earthly being that's calling into the show right now? Yes, Jeremiah. I remember one time in the crowd. I'm sorry, I sound like I sound like I have a smoking hole in my throat. It it's okay, you know. It, it's totally fine. Listen, I, we're from Mars. I, I know you guys keep looking over here, but honestly, leave us alone. We have water. We need that water. You don't need our water. 
You're a planet full of water. I know we're a planet full of water, but still, I I, I still think we're going to run out soon, and we want to, you know, we want to occupy. How are you going to run out? We're literally a dry planet. We're red. We're a whole desert. By the way, you have to commend my English on this. I, I, I just got Rosetta Stone. Yeah, did you just learn? Like, it's coming off pretty polished. I'm pretty impressed. Thank you. I, I know 80,000 languages, and this is probably the hardest one, let me be honest. English is really one of the hardest languages that you've ever had to deal with? Yeah. Oh, that and slug. Could you speak a little uh, splug, uh, no, slug no, for slug. it? Sorry, slug, yeah. Now, what did you just say in English? Can you translate that to English? I'm going to go to the corner store, probably get some meats and cheeses. Would you like any? Uh, no, I forgot. You have, a, you, have a, a dis- you have an illness. All that's actually in there. That's all in there? With It's so specific with the... It's a long sentence. It's a long sentence. Yeah. Like 18 words. That's 18 words. Is yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's almost a whole pair. Oh, that's see, that's a whole paragraph. Oh, did I just say a slur? I didn't mean to say no, a no, slug you slur. Did, you didn't. Okay. That's more of a slur. That's it's a little more. Wait, what did you just call me? I felt I felt a little bit of something in there. If your mom's listening, I don't want her to hear. Okay. Now listen, Jeremiah. I remember we were watching you on the YouTube's, and you were talking about race. And you were being. You know, every minority except for us. Yes, we are a minority because we're not actually in your on your planet. Hmm. But you didn't say anything about us. I did Martians. I didn't say anything about Martians. Why don't uh, you ever talk about the Martians? Come on, we want to be included. Roast us. Uh, okay. We're a whole planet full of being roasted. I mean, come on. Uh, okay. We're um, the fourth planet from the sun, but ma- we're literally closer in proximity than you guys are. Maybe Moses and I could come up with some roast jokes for some aliens right now. All right, let's talk about it. Okay, let's talk about it. What, like, uh, what could we do? How about Space Jam? Space Jam? We can make a Space Jam joke? Yeah, you guys have the most technology. You guys, have, you guys are the most advanced species in the universe, but you guys can't beat Space Jam. I don't think we got it. I don't think we got it. I don't think we got I it. I think we need to keep workshopping. All right. I think he's going to be pretty offended. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's a movie called Aliens. Yeah. Are we getting warmer? Uh, aliens is <laughs> hack. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> wait, there's hack alien jokes that we can't make? Come on. Honestly, we're just there to eat you guys. Have you tasted an earthling? A human earthling? No. <laughs> Let me tell you. It's it's not it's not what it was cracked up to be. Okay. Well. Yeah, I know Hannibal and Predator just want to eat you guys. Come on. Honestly, you guys are disgusting. You guys are trash. You guys are full of trash. You guys are trash bags. Like, you know how you guys see rats? Am I saying that right? Rats? Yeah. Like- okay. You guys wouldn't eat a rat because all they do is eat sewage and, 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 and trash. Am I saying that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Garbage? Yeah. Yeah, you guys are garbage. You guys are trash. Earthling humans are trash. Am I saying that right, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you're, you're, you're waste. Hey, man, right now you're coming off a little bit more like a predator than an alien. You know what I'm saying, uh, man? come on. Yeah, dude. Come on. I freaking went there, dude. Eat that. Uh, you're, pretty, you're pretty good at roasting, actually. Well, uh, thanks so much for calling in uh, from Mars. Uh, like I said, uh, this podcast always has crazy. Bring Matt Damon back. Bring the demon back. Bring, bring Matt Damon back. Bring Matt Damon back. <laughs> I'll work on it. Thanks for calling in. Do you know what he's talking about? Bring Matt Damon back. He hit that movie, The Martian. Oh, yeah. kind of like, like they Brad went to Pitt, Mars. The Mexican. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's right. Dan Day Lewis, Last of the Mohicans. Right. Hmm. But they seem to like people. You know, listen, the universe loves Matt Damon. Yes, they do. He's he's pretty funny too. 
That Jimmy Kimmel <laughs> stuff. I mean, can you really can you really not like him? No, I don't know. Who else is calling in? Anybody else calling in? Uh, uh you know what? Uh I think somebody Oh my goodness. One of Moses's ex-girlfriends is calling in. Um <sighs> let me let me take this. Uh Hello, uh, Veronica? Is this you? Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Oh, daddy. Hey. I don't know you call me that still. Hey. You're literally older than I am. I don't know why you call me daddy. Hey, don't even worry about it. I'm never really worried, Veronica. Why, why are you calling? How'd you know I was here? Because I keep tabs on you. Tabs. I keep my tabs on you. Who says that? Oh, I forgot how old. Yeah, you're ridiculous. Tabs on me. Okay. I'm 42. Yeah. <laughs> 42 is pretty young, actually, Veronica. Uh, how you been? Where have you been? I haven't yeah, seen you in months. I've been stalking on the gram constantly. Now, when you say the gram, do you mean Instagram? Um, no. <laughs> Every time you do coke, I've been stalking you. <laughs> Yeah, I've been talking about Coke a lot on this podcast. I've never I really know, done it. That's why I called in. Do you have any? Let's party. <laughs> Ready to freaking party with you. Oh, I miss you. I miss your must. <laughs> Veronica. What? You sound like such a like a fantasy operator. No. This isn't how I talk. I know. I used to love that. And then, yeah. But it, what? It got too old for you or what? No, I just... You know, I mean, can we can we be transparent? Can we be honest with each other? Yeah, let's even be translucent with each other. <laughs> leave something to the imagination. Leave something a little bit murky. What is it? <laughs> I do love your, your use of uh, vocabulary. Yeah, I've got big vocabulary. Oh, where... my... Veronica. Yeah, I, I used to live in the Encyclopedia Britannica whenever I grew up. That's the only books my parents would allow me to have. Yeah, you're more, yeah, you're more of a funk and wagnalls to me now. Oh, oh, V. You know, I think that's what I liked the most about you was your voice. Not so much your looks. I mean, when we had sex, it was unbelievable. I do miss that. I do miss sex with you, Veronica. What was your favorite part about our sex? Doggy style. I remember looking back and being like, this guy's a stallion. (laughs) You've never even seen a stallion. You don't. You don't read books. You you don't ride horses. You're actually afraid of horses. I don't know why you keep saying that. Like I said, I used to only read Encyclopedia Britannica's. So horses are the fourth biggest mammal on the planet. What do you mean biggest? Really? The horses? I said the fourth. The fourth biggest mammal on the planet is the horse. Yeah. What are the other three? Okay, polar bears. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. Um, a whale. Okay, are these all in order, by the way? Yeah. So what's bigger than a whale and a polar bear? Okay, well, LeBron James. Oh my, you're right about that. He's the biggest man on the planet right now, and he's playing for the Los Angeles Lakers. What do you think about that? Oh, no, I'm being interviewed. Okay, Uh, you know, I love it. I'm a big fan of LeBron James and the Lakers, so I think it's a match made in heaven. Okay, perfect. Well... <laughs> 
If we can set up a little lunchy poo date soon, I would love it. I don't know, Veronica. Come on, give me what I need, Moses. No, because there's so much more than that, you know? And then we're going to get back into another relationship where I'm just literally buying you coke from people I don't know. I don't even do cocaine, Yeah, but Veronica. that was a relationship, and I loved it. I know, and then you cheated on me with that coke dealer. Yeah, because he had coke. Oh, that, right. He had more than you. <laughs> but I was buying it for him for you. Right now, <laughs> I'm gonna run some hot water and do a neti pot under my nose to clear out my system. It's all messed up. Bye. Well, I love you. I love you, Daddy. <laughs> Veronica, did you? Wow, is she a big fan? Or is it the first time she called dude, in? She has never called in the show. That she, dude, like her, her saying, you know. Yeah. She's your ex. Like yeah, I don't know why yeah. she would call. I don't think she's a fan of me personally. I think that uh, she didn't even hear you that whole time, dude. She did. What, she acted like I wasn't even there, bro. I know, but you're so here. This I is your know. podcast. I know it's a little bit disrespectful. In I way. mean, and that's how my women are. They're disrespectful. That's why I love them. They disrespect me. Yeah, I'm a masochist. Well, let's not get in this next segment called fanning out. Ooh, fanning out questions from fans. I reached out to people on the social medias and asked them if they could. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> if they could gag Brian Moses. Oh, hey. Hey, everybody. <laughs> if they could ask Moses any question, what would it be? Hello. The first one comes from our, our pal, Marilyn Rice Cub. Why are you so handsome? <laughs> <laughs> okay, Marilyn Rice Cub. Yeah, uh, that's Why are right. you so married? Whoa. Right back at you. Yeah. Next question. <laughs> this is from D. Kakos on Instagram. In which roast battle did you think, shit, these two might not hug each other afterwards? <laughs> <laughs> That's a pretty good question, right? It's a pretty solid question. Is there any that you saw escalate where you're like, oh, I think they really hate each other right now? Because most people are pretty good sports at the end of roast, every roast battle. If you don't know, it's like a... like. If you don't know what Rose about, come, come on. Yeah. But people are jousting each other verbal, verbally. You have to hug at the end of the match. That's like part uh, of the, the closure. Kim of it. Congdon versus Jen Sturger. Oh, yeah. yeah. That one was freaking vicious. Yeah, they didn't like each other at that time. Yeah. Now they're like besties, but that's what usually what the Rose Battle hey, man. does. Rose, P- Rose Battle brings people together. But yeah, they, I mean, I thought it was going to be an actual fight. Dude, you could, it was palpable yeah. in the room. You're just like, are they about to start clawing yeah. each other? Yeah. And then Eric Marino versus Jerron Horton. That was another one. That, yeah. Yeah. A hug, a hug didn't happen, actually. And then Jerron and Marino, people thought they were going to get in a fight, but Jerron was just like sticking up for the show saying, like, you should, you got to just follow the rules, Marino. I love Marino. I've, I've almost gotten in a fight with him before, yeah, exactly. though. And that, you know, that's pretty hard to get almost get in a fight with your boy right here. Yeah. This is, yeah. You it's are like the, nearly, you're Gandhi, it's man. It's nearly impossible to get in a fight with me. And, I remember one night we were in Denver, actually, and Marino kept like just, I was like, you know what, man, just shut up. Nobody wants to hear like (laughs) what you're talking about right now. And, and Jamar and Willie looked at each other like, yeah, is your mind about to fight Marino? I know. Yeah. Yeah. To see, that'd be like a unicorn fighting another. It literally takes so much to get me to that place. Yeah. If anybody could bring that out, that is, it is our boy, Eric Marino. Dude, yeah, he takes it to the edge. He, man, whenever uh, he was writing for SNL, he uh, he gave me the 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 royal treatment. I'll never forget that. He brought me, you yeah. know, 
backstage everywhere. We went to his office and we hung out, went to the after That's party awesome. afterwards. Yeah. And yeah, that was like a pretty, I mean, it was such a special weekend. Yeah. We ha- miss you, Biggie. Hashtag spaghetti for the table. Love you, Marino. <laughs> uh, S.Anthony21, will you be a part of the Roast Battle debut at the Comedy Store in La, in La Jolla on September 9th? Oh, That's, debut. Yeah. <laughs> they don't know. <laughs> they don't even know. They player. don't even know. Yeah, we're going to be there. We'll we, be there. We can't wait to be there. Yeah. Front row tickets. La Jolla Comedy Store, Come September 9th. The Roast Battle crew is coming, and uh, there's going to be some battles and everything. Oh, and they're going to be awesome. And... We got some local guys battling that are really good. They're good stand-ups as well. Uh, bringing some guys down from L.A., Omid Singh, Pat Barker, your main event. Uh, we're finding some judges right now. Hopefully, fingers crossed, we can get Vicky Barbalak, who's right now. Oh, yeah. A contestant Hot on, on AGT, yeah, man. Yeah, baby. Blowing she's got it talent. Up. She's got it. She's had it for years. Dude, she my was... sister, I was talking to her on the phone. She's like, have you heard of this comic named Vicky Barbalak? I was like, you know what's crazy is uh, the weekend that I was down there, I, was, I forget who I was featuring with. Oh, I was featuring for uh, Jerry Rocha. Mm-hmm. And uh, Vicky... Um, Lou asked uh, the club if Vicky could run her set yeah. for AGT. Oh, that's dope. And she went and did it literally two days later. So I yeah. saw her do the, the AGT set, okay. running at the La Jolla Comedy Store right before she crushed. And I was like, I was like, I've never seen her before. She's funny. And then she just like hammered down yeah. on AGT. Yeah, she's she's been a monster. I remember uh, right when I started, like I, I guess a year or two before I started, she had won uh, America's Funniest Mom on Nickelodeon. Oh, wow. That was hosted by Roseanne Barr, I think. There you go. Yeah. Roseanne sometimes calls into the show. Oh, no way. Yeah. I got to hear. Is she calling in now? I mean, yeah, I think she's calling in right now. Oh, all right. Let's hear Roseanne. Hey, it's Roseanne Barr. Hey, Roseanne. Hey, wait a second. Is this a white guy or a black guy talking? Uh, I'm sorry to tell you, this is a black guy. Gotta go. (laughs) No. What? Wow! Oh, that was. She's I mean, I still. I mean, I didn't want to say that she's still. St- st- I do. She calls in, but like, she's never talked to a black person on the show before. That's a good point, dude. I hate that she's still racist. You know, like I thought the ABC stuff like what was a thing of the past, yeah. but I don't dude. think she's racist. I don't. I really don't. She's got a black grandchild. That's true. Yeah, she doesn't keep in a cage. It makes her not racist. Despite all her rage, yeah, she doesn't keep the kid in the cage. Yeah, her Despite black Despite all her rage, she just doesn't keep the kid in the cage. Kid in the cage. At Jay Memes. Oh, Jay Memes. What up, Jay Memes? What's the meanest thing you've heard in a battle that wasn't even remotely funny or structured as a joke? <laughs> I know exactly what it is, and I don't even know if I can say this. Really? Yeah. It's that bad? You know what it was. Remember the uh, Rich Slayton Alex Hooper battle? Oh yeah. <laughs> when we still had the uh, yeah the, that the we, infamous we, rule. We got a we got about a, the N word. Yeah. So there used to be this fabled rule. It's a fable now. Yeah. Of roast battle where Two no matter who you were, no matter what race you are, you were or are, you were allowed one N word per battle against your opponent, right? No, no, it was uh, it was just two white guys. If you were a white guy, if you were a white, oh, only white guy, only if it was only white guys in the, if it was yeah. only white yeah, guy. Yeah, if you were a white guy who battled a battle with another white guy, your one of your lifelines was you get to use an N word. It's one N word apiece for white guys. That was one of the. That's what made that show dangerous. Actually, in the beginning, was white guys could say the N word, but only to other white guys, not in front of, not not to another black person. And yeah, I remember Rich Slayton, <laughs> Alex Hooper. 
bringing that rule out <laughs> and, and using it. It was an overtime, they, by they, the way. They both used it in overtime. And oh, it was yeah. just like, we were like, wow. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You kind of saw a glimpse of you're like, wait a minute. Dude, wait, are what? we going too far now? I, it was. It was kind of that moment. Because it was just, yeah, it was, it was tactless on Alex's part, even though like, yeah, I remember, I'm thinking of the joke now. I'm just like, yeah, it, just, it was just mean to say that. Like, and Alex is a brilliant joke writer. I mean, AGT would know that about Alex. He's got over 2 million views for his roasting the judges on America's Got Talent. So funny. But uh, yeah, that joke was just, it was crazy because it was just so mean. It had nothing to do with Rich Slayton. <laughs> and then we literally, the next day, immediately got a, a blog written up. Like, this yeah. this is what this show is about. Blog like, talking about it. You know, Hughley was talking about it on his radio show. Yeah, so we were getting we're, hit by all kinds of black Twitter and black, you know, social media. Yeah. I mean... Crazy. Yeah. But those were those are great times. Yeah, so I can't I can't say the joke. Yeah, we can't say the joke, but I, I know exactly what you're yeah. talking about. Yeah. <laughs> yes, just, just know that it's white guys using the N-word when they shouldn't be. <laughs> yeah, but I like it maliciously. Maliciously too. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was like, yeah. Ah. yeah, that's just mean, hateful, spiteful is all the bad things. Yeah. Uh at Patrick McCann, is verbal violence on hiatus during the season of Roast Battle? Uh, we do the Roast Battle podcast. Which is on Apple Podcasts. So if you're if you need a verbal violence fix, there's a little remix to verbal violence that's actually sponsored by Comedy Central now. So it's called Roast Battle. Will Podcast. verbal violence continue, or will it? Is this the new podcast, the this Roast is, Battle? The right, new- yeah, right now, yeah, I'll say that. Then it's taking a, some of a sabbatical just so we can do this and get this launched, mm-hmm. and then we're gonna bring back a newer, better version of verbal violence. Right, you're cool. really gonna appreciate it. All right, thank you for asking. Yeah. Uh, this is just so funny. Um, you know our buddy David Liu? Oh, I miss that guy. He, yeah. wrote, he wrote in, what's his favorite thing about being black? <laughs> <laughs> David Liu is our old buddy from uh, yeah. the comedy store. Uh, he worked at the La Jolla store and, oh, yeah. and here in, oh, yeah. in Los Angeles. Yeah. Uh, my favorite thing about being black is that I get to say the N-word any, in any way or form I want to, and nobody checks me about it. It's a lot of fun to be me. <laughs> well, knowing Moses personally, he 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 likes to use the word, and he's good at using the word. <laughs> Thank you, I appreciate you, you've that. You've become very skillful. I have, yeah. I've I've, I've learned by watching game film of Jamar Neighbors. I'm. Mean, <laughs> just imagine you you like all lights yeah. off, like on a six a.m. on a yeah. Saturday morning, just watching. <laughs> <laughs> Jam- Jamar, Jamar clips, just like watching. He's like, oh wow, yeah. okay. <laughs> I would, actually I would love to see that sketch just a, a black dude trying to say like the n-word better because he's uh, kids at school are like that just sounds weird when you say yeah, it. he's like too like suburban yeah, or whatever yeah, yeah. nigger yeah like whoa 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 whoa, 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 whoa what's happening dude that's not cool on, man. man but I'm black like oh that still sounds offensive dude but then I go home and I watch Jamar Neighbors the best slash worst opening to a show that I've ever been on with Jamar mm-hmm. talking about him again we did Big J Okerson's crowd work show yeah in Montreal Awesome. And we're doing the crowd work show as the wave. They have three mics for us. Mm-hmm. And he gets up there. It's only, it's a lot of French people, mostly white people. And Jamar just Canada. stares down the audience. He goes, What's up, you ugly N words? <laughs> 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 and right away, like the crowd is like, What? <laughs> they look around. Yeah, yeah. They're is like, Is he talking to us? Is he talking to me? <laughs> I've never been called that before. <laughs> <laughs> I would, yeah, I would feel like 
if I've never, if I've only heard the N word like in 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 movies or like read it in books, and I'm a French person, you know what I mean? I don't really know English vernacular like that or American English vernacular like that. Yeah, I would be offended to be like, he just called me ugly he and the N word. Called me ugly and the N word. Yeah. Am I an ugly Haitian? I don't want to prove of this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just call me Haitian? What? <laughs> that is even worse than yeah, because yeah. <laughs> they get more, yeah. more offended by that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. How dare you call me Haitian? <laughs> uh, John Mon Jordan on Instagram. Do you have a worse heckling story? You ever yeah. been heckled real bad? Oh my God. I remember being in the La Jolla Comedy Store where I started down in San Diego. And I was like one of the last guys to go up. It was uh, around 10, 15, 10, 30-ish in, in La Jolla, California. Sorry. More okay. frame. Yeah. Put it up. So it's late. There's a drunk guy. I think he was, a, he's either military because he was kind of youngish or he was, uh, or he just been discharged from the military. But the guy was hammered and it was like maybe three or four people in the audience. And I'm going up one of the last guys they see. And then the guy just shouts the N word at me. What? Yeah, dude, it happens to me a lot, by the way. I get a lot of weird heckles from people. I get, a, I don't know what, what about. Me personally, yeah. I get a lot, and it's maybe because I do engage with the audience. Mm-hmm. I do like to riff and and talk with the crowd. Yeah. So maybe I'm like being like, "Yo, I'm welcoming this." Yeah. But I, yeah, I get I get yelled yeah. weird stuff. Like a lot of women like to really um, yell stuff out women, at me. Absolutely. Yeah. I remember. Uh, I've had so I have so many women audience stories. Just like I get like through email, which I don't know how they get in my emails or like Facebook messages. Like you would, you're. It's crazy what what. I mean, I actually can't say that's mean to say that about women, but I mean, like, it's, they love to just like, hey, this is what you should do, or hey, this isn't good, we should talk about it. Yeah. There's hey, one, one can time we figure got, this out together? Yeah, there's one one time who who Facebook messaged me saying, uh, I was offended by your set when you talked about the black people. I was and like, you're like, but she's a white woman with like... It's always white people, yeah. <laughs> dude. It, it, it irks me so much when, when people, like, white people are offended on behalf of other people. It's just like, shut up if they're going to be offended they will let yeah. you know like if it's in the context of a comedy show yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, said, I said something along the lines of i think americans have the best blacks and then she thought that was so offensive to all black people and i was like that's kind of the joke yeah <laughs> and she was Sorry. like well i want to talk about this you should drive to orange county and meet me what yeah man Dude, I think she's just trying to pounce on some Moses I action. Dude. I don't, she seemed upset. It was crazy. Dude, you know how this has happened to me a couple times now. Uh-huh. I've had a girl come up to me after the show that is like, hey, I want you to do my corporate event. And I'm like, great. Mm-hmm. I, I would love to do that. And then we exchange information. There's no corporate event. No, oh, she was the event. <laughs> yeah. Hey. It's, and I'm nice like, move. what? No, I'm like, uh, so what about that corporate event? <laughs> I keep like relaying it back to yeah. that. And then it's like the text chain stops or the email chain stops. I'm like, okay, I see yeah. what happened here. Okay. You're trying to catfish me. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, your boy's freaking married. Okay. By the way, that's hilarious. That's how, I mean, that's how girls are coming at people now. That's a pickup line. Yeah. I'm going to do a corporate hey, you event. you want to do my corporate event? Oh my God. By the way, yeah. the cor- <laughs> corporate event is the name of my birthday. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Wait, how much does that pay though? Yeah, but like, is there a guarantee? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's snacks in the green room. Uh, this is from Facebook. Ian hey, Facebook. Ingram. How does it feel to have created a show that changes avenues for stand-ups to get up and develop that roasting skill set? Wow. That's some really good questions. Right? You vetted all these? Yeah, these man. You're good. Mm-hmm. What up, Ian? Uh, how does it feel? You know, I won't know until until I stop doing it, I feel like. I feel like I can yeah. I can 
actually take a good scope outside of it, I don't think I'll all hundred percent understand or know because I'm so inside of it. Yeah, look back and be able to reflect on yeah. it and just see it as a whole. I, I was telling Julie Seba was a, the guest last week, and I told her reading her book the the first five years of Rose about Ringside of Rose Battle. Mm-hmm. It's super surreal to just even be reading about it, like just right. as a documentation of what we're doing. It's like what we we just did. We just do this every week. This is five years out of our life, though. I mean, I I I only remember it when we talk about it. I don't remember it every day. I'm like, oh my god, that's right. so great. I'm just like, yeah. we're still we're still inside of. We still want it to work, you know? Yeah. Because it's it's it wouldn't always work, and it, it, I don't no, know. If, I mean, if it wasn't the guys we're, um, we're working with, I don't know if it does work. Yeah. And I mean, and we're still even like even third season in of the show, still trying to make it better and bigger and like work out kinks on the fucking set. Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man. There's some, you know. We'll talk about that later. Who are you guys? Uh, We're we're on the show. Yeah, we're gonna need some identification. Yeah, what's your name again? You're like. (laughs) I created the show. <laughs> yeah. I remember, uh, yeah, we were just trying to get snacks and somebody was like, uh, my buddy Gordon was like, hey, I'm just trying to get like a, a snack for uh, Brian Moses. They're so like, who? <laughs> and I mean, like, I, I don't flex like that. So it was just funny it's to just hear like, that. just like print out a sheet or I something mean, with like a quick who? name. It's like, come on. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> uh, a lot of people ask this question. Would yes. you ever consider battling? You know, I have recently. Really? I, re- I recently have, yeah. I think with the... Um, the emergence of uh, the historical roast, which I love so much. And shout out to those guys. Dude, I love, I mean, the historical roast and the fictional roast. Yeah. I, 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 ne- I never battled. The only time I battled was with the, the wave Rosie. against the yeah. Jersey triplets, which is so fun. Yeah. Uh, but I like that so much as an avenue for me because I, I love doing characters. Right. And that's, and, and the roast battle, I just like doing the wave. I don't mm-hmm. really, I've never done a battle like one-on-one before. Right. Like that, but yeah, the historical roast and the fictional roast, so, so cool. fun, dude. I did one for uh, Screen Junkies, and I was uh, Lando Calrissian. Oh yeah, yeah. And I just thought that was so dope. I was like, I can see doing this. A roast battle used to terrify me. I mean, it used to just terrify me because I was like, I don't want to know that much about myself when people think about me. Well, yeah. I mean, but somebody actually said that. I remember Quincy Weekly. He's a comic, and he was like, I would do it just to know what people think about me. I'm like, that's actually good information. I mean, I mean, my skin might not be thick enough for that. I mean, but after doing it for five years and seeing it, I think I'm fine at this point. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's a weird revelation to kind yeah. of, to, to do it for that reason. Yeah. That is even even more scary to me to, yeah. I don't know. That, yeah. 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 I'm like, oh, you're right. Because you would find out what people think no, about yeah, you. No, yeah, you definitely. And yeah. especially, here's what's, here's what's, I think, hard for people is whenever they, a joke hits about something personal about them. But then the crowd responds hugely. Then that sinks into the batter. Like that's what everybody <laughs> thinks about me. That's not just like that joke didn't peter out because yeah. like it's not. It's only semi real. Mm-hmm. It's like killing right yeah. now. It's like oh, that's what y'all think about me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, I think it'd be yeah. It wouldn't be refreshing. You'd be like, okay, this is my I change this about myself. Change this about myself. Yeah, it's uh, it'd be funny for like self growth, self growth, self growth, self growth. Uh, but no, those who can't roast host. So that's what I'm I'm trying to stick to. So <laughs> yeah, you see that <laughs> you podcast listeners, man, you just missed a a wink and a, a sparkle in the eye that came out. Oh, I love you. I love you, man. I really do.
I really love you. I, I, I've i loved this experience with you, and I, I love your story of getting into it. So I really appreciate uh, you being involved. There's only I think only the best guys are involved in this thing, you know? And there's been great There's been great guys involved since the beginning, but this is such a selfless show, and I think if you're not selfless in this show, it finds a way to get rid of you. So it's almost like Survivor at that point. You're just like, all right, well, who's ready to be selfish? Because as soon as you're selfish in the roast battle, that's when you get fucking taken out. It's crazy. Yeah. There's been a lot of... Uh ebbs and flows over the year absolutely yeah 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 it's it's like being in a yeah it's like being in a toxic relationship well the way that i uh because i don't think i've shared this on this this podcast before but the way i got into roast battle uh i I mean i remember it very clearly and Mm -hmm. you can you can take it from here is is you basically moses kept saying jeremiah i think you'll really like this show that i'm doing you gotta come check it out you gotta yeah come check out roast battle yeah I remember, yeah, because listen, everyone's everybody see their show. I mean, it's so hard to get comics to like to come see a show you're doing. And yeah. at this point, it was still an open mic, so I was just trying to bring him up for time because it was like we lost an open mic at the comedy store, mm-hmm. right? One of the potluck days, and it was just I remember guys who weren't getting that much stage time at the store, so I was like, "There's got to be an avenue to do that." So then I, I started a mic with Stephanie Sambari. We lost it. Then I got it back months later. Months later, after begging for it. And then uh, the rose battle started to happen. I remember I asked Jeremiah, like, just come to a set. And he'd be like, that's my night with my girl, you know, his fiance, mm-hmm. now wife. Um, and I was like, all right. So then when the rose battle happened, I, I started hitting him up again. I was like, dude, you're going to love this. Especially what Jamar had done with it at that point and bringing the wave involved. I was like, this is so up your alley. And I know Jamar, I mean, Jamar would obviously love to have you. But I mean, it was like, it was just getting him there. Because as soon as Jeremiah got there, I knew that that would it would evolve to something I had never seen before. And it has <laughs> and being the wave. And yeah, it was, he had to tell Maya, his, uh, his wife, Hey, we got to change our day because I just, that one time you came, it changed your mind. And I can't, I can't believe it did that. It did with Jeff Ross too. Jeff Ross turned it down the first time we asked him. Yeah. And when he saw it, it was his same reaction, same reaction you had. You're like, I got to be involved. Well, I knew, I knew it was something special right away. And I was like, I have to be a part of it. They're literally, uh, it was, uh, at the time it was Jamar neighbors, Jack Knight, and a couple other guys in the wave, yeah. uh, and they were down. Like I think Keith Soul or somebody or Valentino wasn't there that night. They, mm-hmm. the Jack Knight and Jamar were literally like, "We're down a guy. Do you want to fill in?" And I was like, "Yeah." And and they're like, "All right." Like uh, this is kind of what we do. I'm like, "Oh, this is what you're doing." <laughs> okay. And the wheels started spinning like yeah. in my head, and like right away, like yeah we did that that show and the energy was crazy in the room yeah and like as somebody who seeks out energy and gives Mm -hmm. out i try to put out as much energy as i can i was like a junkie for it dude i saw it It was yeah it was like we enabled you we gave you something you weren't supposed to have i know i was like (laughs) i was like is this this happened every week this is the show like this yeah yeah and uh, yeah i had to to call uh i had to talk to my now wife i was like you know how we we have our date night on Tuesday nights? I know that's our one night a week. Can we change that to like Sunday or something? Because this is special. Like I know like everybody that's involved with this, it's all my friends. Like this is this just feels like something that's gonna be really cool to be a part of. Oh, it was that was so much fun. Those early days were so much fun because we were all just still figuring it out. And like we could make mistakes at that point, really. I mean, I guess we couldn't, but oh, it was so fun. Especially what the wave was then. And then all the the weird things that the wave has done, by the way. I mean, the way that Jack Knight got out of the wave was so funny to me. Oh, it's so <laughs> funny. It's so funny. And we're definitely going to kill Jack about it when uh, we roast him one day. I- oh, whenever <laughs> it's down the line. Yeah. 
I don't even know if we should share it on, on, yeah, on this. We'll save it. We'll save it. It's a very funny way that it's he so ex- that he excused himself uh, <laughs> from the show. Uh, yeah, but dude. we have like it's it's so funny. Uh, like Jack and I have this connection where like <laughs> like it's like we like yeah. we've known each other for so long now, and like he was the one who introduced me to the wave. It's so funny. Mm-hmm. Like he and Jamar, it's like it's so funny. Like sometimes I feel like I'm like I wonder if he ever thinks about this. Oh my god, it'd be you know what I mean. Like Jack because was I don't, such I don't, a star in the wave. I mean, pe- oh, I know he's he's a great, great, great comic, and he's like he's ascending to like a, a great level at just stand up wise. But oh my god, dude, when Jack was in the wave, you guys would do like the craziest things. Trey Stewart too, and Trey Stewart. Trey was, Stewart yeah. was phenomenal. Oh my god, he gosh. did he did the La Jolla show with oh, us. Oh yeah, and it it was one of those things where if he would have. It's so crazy though. The people who have come and gone mm-hmm. from the wave and and just gone from the show. Yeah, you like if certain people didn't leave or not start coming as much, like maybe I wouldn't have gotten involved or Willie or you know right. what I mean. Like all these pieces had to line up perfectly yeah. to make it what it is now, which right. is crazy. It's, it's it's like the three best guys. I mean, like it's it's such a dream squad. I love it so much. I, I love that it's Willie Hunter, Jamar Neighbors, Jeremiah Watkins. It's like it's just so good. You guys have such like different comedic skills, and you guys all it is like Voltron in that sense. Dude, did you see what happened on Tuesday whenever we did the kid and play uh, dance? No. Okay, you saw that I fell into the stool, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So Willie's like, let's do the kid and play dance because uh, they were doing. Um, uh, Coach T was playing a song from uh, House Party, mm-hmm. and uh, so you know we start like start hopping around where like you know you put the foot with the yeah. foot. Dude, I didn't factor in the lip of the stage, and my left foot oh my hit God. it, and I and I I was like, oh, I think I'm good, and then like I started to fall more. I'm like, oh, I just have to fall now because I right. can't save myself. So like I, I just committed yeah. like real hard, <laughs> oh and I God. slammed into the stool, and uh, and Willie was like, like that might have been the whitest thing I've ever seen you do is not fulfill the kid and play dance. Like me fall over literally from such trying a, to do such that. Such a cartoon at it's that point. A, yeah. yeah, yeah. So ridiculous. But yeah, you're being like a, like a white character at that point. It's yeah. Like, I can't dance. Like, oh I my God, I'm going to fall. Ah. Yeah, I'm so clumsy. Oh, what else? I was, uh, ah, I was going to say something. I forget it now. Whatever. I just lost it. I wondered and I lost Dude, it. Dude, some of my favorite moments are the ridiculous quips that you get in sometimes either right before a battle or right after a battle you'll say a line that just is like straight to the gut like either with the battlers or the judges and sometimes it even goes unnoticed yeah. which is like <laughs> so crazy like you're all yeah you're the only person dude, that catches it. I, I look at moses all the time like when he'll say something <laughs> like, dude that was gold that was freaking gold there was one thing a couple Tuesdays ago. You were, yeah, I, I got you. And you were just like, I was like, Moses. I, was like oh, I wish somebody else would have heard that. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> so good. Oh, no. I finally saw your mangina. You, what? Oh, I saw it. I saw the, yeah. Uh, oh, God. This is going to come up before the, yeah. Uh, uh, you're, uh, yeah. You show <laughs> your mangina. Well, on I, don't, this I don't know if it's going to stay in the edit. We'll see. Oh, it's in the edit. Well, Kevin sent me a screenshot. Kevin Brass, yeah. he sent me the screenshot. He's like, "It's in right now." It's in right now, dude. It's in. It's it's in. I the latest cut I saw. It's in. Well, I might have done something special for the last episode. So to answer questions that were coming in from Instagram and Twitter, I'm still part of the wave. Uh, I was actually in Just for Laughs in Montreal during the first four episodes that were taping, 
And uh, huge, by the way. And I'm in the last two episodes, and the last two episodes are pretty fire. Yeah. So, I mean, that by the way, that's <laughs> when, when Willie is in the uh, doing the the Home Alone thing, and then you're next to him with your oh, that was perfect oh, shot. We did shout a, out to Joel and those guys. That was a great shot. We we ordered um I ordered a, a a mannequin from Amazon because I couldn't be there for some of the early episodes, and uh, I told. Uh, uh, Jamar and Willie, like we came up with the idea that we were going to print out pictures of my face and put it on the mannequin and uh, to have to sit on the bench while I was gone. So it'd be Jamar, Willie, and then a mannequin with my face on it. And they <laughs> all white mannequin. They, yeah. And they captured a shot pretty perfectly, like the reveal that Willie was next to me as a mannequin. <laughs> Willie's going like this. And I'm literally the, the cutout is like, it's <laughs> <laughs> so good so fun whoa, whoa. this brings us to our last segment sax <sighs> talk Ooh. Oh. Sax all right moses i prepped you on what it's gonna be you're gonna share a story of a sexual encounter and oh i'm gonna play gosh. some sweet sweet saxophone underneath are you ready to do this my friend i don't know if you're ready for this really have you eaten today i'm about to all right, let's about to chomp on some ooh sexy, sexy stories from Brian Moses. Here ooh, we go. Slurp on that reed, baby. Mm. All right. It starts uh, with a woman in San Diego. These are my younger years, so this is around maybe nineteen twenty-ish. I am. Met this woman at a, like a diner, real late at night, around maybe one-ish, two-ish. She worked at the diner. Very sweet lady. Very large woman. About six feet, 245 pounds. Little bass. Uh, yeah. And then she picked up on me. She was into it. And I was like, and I, at that point, I wasn't really like a sexual dynamo or sexual deviant. I think I was maybe one person in maybe at this point. And this woman just picked me up and said, I, I, I want it. And I was like, all right. And we go back to her place. Close to the diner over there in San Diego. She worked at Hamburger Mary's. If you know the chain. Took me home. Uh, then she just, she laid it down. Laid it down to a point where I'm literally middle finger knuckle deep inside of her asshole. That she starts to gurgle out of her asshole. And at that point, I couldn't, the pressure from uh, what's happening in her asshole actually makes my finger pop out. And then she starts to shit all over me. I think I have her in doggy style. So I'm literally behind her with my finger inside of her ass and my, pe and my penis inside of her vagina. And then she just starts to literally shit all over my chest. While she's screaming, look what you're doing to me. So no, I don't like anal sex. 
That was only a finger. I mean, imagine what my penis would have done. That was phenomenal. <laughs> <laughs> That's the filthiest sax talk we've had in a long time, and I really appreciate it. I can't believe I said <laughs> Hi, Mom. <laughs> Dude, that was beautiful. Oh, it was so visual. Yeah, it was raw. She, I remember her saying, Look what you're Dude, doing. Look to what me. you're doing to me. <laughs> yeah. Because she was loving it. And I was just like, this is the grossest thing ever. She was loving it while that was happening. I was loving it, dude. She was loving it. I was like, do you do this a lot? What is happening? Yeah, exactly. And what is your diet? <laughs> oh my goodness. A lot of chili. <laughs> Vegan. Is that the grossest thing that's ever happened to you? It's had to have been, right? Yeah, projectile on the projectile. chest. Projectile, dude. It was project. It was crazy. It was. I think that was on my chest. But was it, it was her bed? No, this was like on. This was like her living room floor. Oh my <laughs> goodness, <laughs> dude! Uh, what company do you call to <laughs> clean that up? No, you go get a steam cleaner on your own. You don't go to the. You don't go to the factory. There's too much shame Sears. in that steam yeah, yeah, cleaning. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my Cleveland, goodness. Steve cleaning. <laughs> I uh you've called Cleveland Steam Cleaners. Hey, uh yeah, what's your what's your issue? Yeah, uh well uh we've got um we got a little bit of a fecal issue. Um Really? Well that's why you called the right place. We're Cleveland Steam Cleaners, we clean your fecal matter. Yeah, so um basically, um well, um how do I say this? Um Just let us know your issue. It, well we deal with everything. How significant is this? All right. Uh, this pile. Can you clean up poop from a six foot plus large woman? Ooh, how large? She thick. Uh, with two C's? Hell yeah. I worried about that. What kind of package you got for us? You know, are you looking like, would you finance? This is, this is, this seems like a pretty big cleanup. Gerald is my name, by the way. Hey, Gerald. Nice to meet you. Yeah. And this woman you slept with is uh, six feet tall? Yeah. And oh, and, and thick. Yeah, her name's Chrysanthemum. Okay, Chrysanthemum. Uh, pretty name. Sorry, I don't know why I told you her name. She uh, probably would appreciate that. Okay, do you know where she works? Yeah, she works at, a, at a, like a diner. Oh, Chrysanthemum from Hamburger Mary's? Oh, no, this has happened before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we get a lot of calls about Chrysanthemum. Wait, do you have a Chrysanthemum package? We don't call it that, but we might have to call it that now. Uh, yeah, so this is going to be, this is a, this is, it's a three-part cleaning. Uh-huh. Where we're going to have to come out first. Uh-huh. Uh, and actually, we actually, actually, uh, actually just like take the rug out. Okay. Yeah. And then we'll put a new rug in. Okay. That you're going to have to pay for. Okay. And then you have to steam clean uh, the rug it after that. It seems like a little bit of an extra step that you would just collect it and then I have to, then I have to do my own steam cleaning though. Yeah. I mean, this is, it's some pretty heavy dung from what I understand. Yeah, it's pretty rough. Okay. Is it still on you? I'm, I'm filthy right now. <laughs> I like that, Gerald. All right. Well, I'm going to check into some other companies, but, uh, you know, thanks for the quotes. $45,000. Okay. Uh, yep. Going to go with another company. Okay. <laughs> Dude, what a great, incredibly disgusting story. Yeah, it was, it was awful. Yeah. I, I've seen some things, Jeremiah. Gerald Maya. I've seen some things, kid. I've seen some things. Kid. Things you don't want to talk about. Just know that sometimes I think about how you're lucky to be married. 
Because <laughs> the things I have seen are quite disgusting. What, what have you seen? I've seen balls that have gotten stuck in vaginas. Ha- Whoa. Balls that got stuck in vaginas. Yeah. Do tell. Everybody f- don't think that the penis got knuckles. The penis has knuckles? Yeah, your balls. <laughs> oh my god. So I have two knuckles below my penis? Yeah, that's right. You're not if you're not using your knuckles as well, then uh sometimes you're not doing it right. <laughs> I don't know, uh uh I just got possessed by something. Um Yeah, Clint Eastwood in a porno. <laughs> Clint Eastwood in a porno. Yeah. Hey, make your move. <laughs> Hey, get off my porch, okay? Get off my porch and into my bedroom. Oh. Okay. Okay. Wait, is this... Is this Brian Moses' ex-girlfriend? Oh, yes, Veronica. Yeah, Veronica. Hey, Clint. I mean, Clint. Yeah, it's... It's Clint. Oh, I thought it was Clint Eatwood. No, it's not Clint Eatwood. Oh, well... But that would be my porno name. No, let's make a porno. I have to warn you, I don't have any cocaine. Is that going to be an issue? Ew, what kind of old man who wants to have sex with me doesn't have cocaine? All right, Veronica, I'm going to let you go. Well, this has been a fun podcast, man. I really hate that bitch. I can't stand her. Yeah. And obviously, Clit Eatwood can't eat her. <laughs> Clit Eatwood. Clit Eatwood. Hey, Amen. It's a good porno name for Clint Eastwood. Make my day. Make me come. Spunk. Oh, my God. What's spunk again? Isn't it like a disgusting jism or something? It's just, it's cum. Yeah. yeah. Make my day, spunk. <laughs> That's be really cl- good, actually. Clint Eatwood. <laughs> new, new character. Make my day, <laughs> Make my day, spunk. <laughs> okay, daddy, yeah. Oh, I love that, spunk. I've been doing that stupid voice to Moses it's for years. my favorite Literally, thing you do. If, he, if, if I can tell Moses is like stressed or something or whatever, I'm like, hey, daddy, who are you ready for the show? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Overblown porn character is my favorite. Mm-hmm. Yes. I have a new, I have a new bit. Uh, I have a new bit with that character. Y'all have to, yeah. I'll, yeah, I'll have to have you listen to it in the OR sometime. Ooh. Uh, bro do you want to do you want to plug anything before we go yeah we'll be in uh we'll be in san diego in la jolla september 9th 8 p.m doing the battle live podcast yes it's gonna be freaking awesome uh follow the roast battle podcast yeah, baby. Come see us uh, every Tuesday. Every Tuesday. I'm freaking wearing a wave shirt right now. No, oh. no, 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 no. New wave order. Is that some new shit? Yeah. Oh, you have NWA and NWO. Yeah. Oh, no. This is the, yeah, that's the one. Yeah. yeah. JeremiahWatkins.tv slash shop. I love it. I love an A&W shirt. I met Virgil recently. Do you know who that is? One of the old members of NWO. No way. I met him out in Montreal. Oh, right. Because, yeah. Wow. How is he? He's a weird guy. <laughs> I held his belt, though. Did you? Yeah. Doesn't he battle? Like, Rose battle sometimes? 
Mm, no, I don't think so. Okay, there's there's a wrestler I know that does it, that. I I met him through the same people who manage the Iron Sheik. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, he they manage Virgil too. <laughs> <laughs> Man, they got their conglomerate yeah, going right there. Yeah. They know what they're doing. Wow. Bro, uh, thank you so much for coming on the show. Uh, I love you. I love what you've created uh, for so many people to be a part of. And uh, I think this is going to be one of those shows that uh, keeps uh, affecting a lot of stand-up and uh, comedians in the future and getting people more exposure and yeah. writing jobs and everything. So it's, it's pretty awesome to uh, have gotten to work with you uh, for so many years and continue to work with you. Yeah. Here and on and beyond, my friend. Yeah, we're not dead yet, Jeremiah. Jesus. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm not bringing, saying it's come to a close. I'm saying oh, I'm God. excited about the past and the future, my friend. You're the man, dude. If, yeah, if not for you, I don't know where we'd be. So thank you. Oh, I appreciate hearing that. Love you, bro. Thanks for That's doing the show. That's what it's all about. Dan.